Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, July the 6th, as we creep ever closer to the July 24th opening day for the Philadelphia Phillies. It was leaked earlier uh, uh, yesterday that uh, the Phillies would be hosting the Miami Marlins to start the season. Obviously, uh, let's hope they have fare better against the Marlins this year than last year. The Marlins, their kryptonite last season. Marlins will be coming to town. We will get the full schedule released tonight at 6 o'clock on the MLB Network. So tomorrow we will obviously dive into that schedule. It's going to be really fun to have actual games attached to actual days to know that this is happening on this day, and I can't wait for it. Um, also fun, like I think I mentioned this last week, but the idea like whenever the Eagles schedule comes out, you do the whole win-loss thing, and you really you really analyze and break down the schedule. That doesn't happen with the Major League Baseball schedule because it's so long. You know, it's 162 games. You basically look at how's it start and how's it end, and that's it. Any long road trips. Um, this year, obviously, there's going to be a lot more focus on that schedule, on how it shakes out, on, on when they are facing who and what the schedule looks like, how many times against each of the AL, AL East teams, like all that type of stuff, so... Really excited for the schedule release tonight. That is something we will definitely dive into on the show tomorrow. Of course, later this week, we'll start to see how the roster shake taking shape. You know, we're going to get uh, some starting lineup predictions, some um, how the rotation is going to shake out, all that type of stuff. But uh, it being Monday, we have a weekend of information to talk about. Just what's going on with the Phillies right now? There's been a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Let's start with the end of last week on Friday. Uh, we found out that four players would be coming to camp um, and starting on the 10-day injured list. Hector Neris, Scott Kingery, Ranger Suarez, and Tommy Hunter, of course. That led to speculation that they uh, were infected with COVID-19. Um, obviously, we don't have any real answers. We don't know. Some teams have elected to um, put the names of players with COVID-19 out there. Other teams have not. Of course, the Atlanta Braves, Freddie Freeman has been very open in talking about the struggles he's having uh, after contracting the, um, the virus. Uh, he has you know, not been well. He's been, been dealing with it. Um, Nick Markakis has opted out of the season in Atlanta. That is a, a big loss for the Atlanta Braves, a starting outfielder for them. Of course, a, a model of consistency for that team. Um, and he said that talking to Freddie Freeman and, and Freddie's, uh, you know, battle with the, the virus was part of what, what scared him into deciding to opt out of the season. The Phillies have not anyone opt out, but we have had some questions, obviously, with certain guys on spring training. Aaron Nola finally showing up today to spring training. There were question marks there. Adam Hazley has not shown up yet. So a few different names of guys. And, and 
Look, it, it raises some some questions, right? You know, we, we're already getting into this situation where Zach Wheeler has also kind of come out and said that, you know, he's not sure about this season with a wife who is supposed to give birth right around the when the season starts. Um, he's already said he's obviously going to leave for the birth of his kid, which I think, you know, anyone who's a father, anyone who's a parent totally supports him in that. Uh, you know, his first kid, go do you. I'm, I'm very supportive of that. Um, but, you know, that is a, a question. You have a newborn at home. That's a, a scary thought, the idea of, of contracting something and bringing that home or what, whatever. Um, so it's understandable that, that he would have some question marks. It does seem like he is committed to playing this season. Um, you know, obviously, however, he has to quarantine and do all that stuff, test after leaving and coming back. I'm sure they'll figure out. It does seem like Wheeler is is in on playing this season, but it has become a real a question. And um, so it's one of those things where, you know, I think when baseball decided they were coming back and we heard the, you know, report on July 1st and, and everyone's going to have their spring training 2.0, summer camp as they're calling it, um, at their individual stadiums and all that stuff that, you know, we knew that there would be positive tests. We, we logically and intelligently knew that that was something that was going to happen, you know, that when this started happening, when they were testing everybody, all that stuff, we're, we're going to find out that certain people had it. And um, despite that, it does seem like it has hit fan bases and, and media a lot harder than I think people expected. And I'm, I'm part of that too. It is jarring when you hear that Freddie Freeman is having such a struggle dealing with it. When we um, thought that Aaron Nola might have contracted the virus, and we still don't know one way or the other, but you know, when he was not at camp to start, we had the questions. What if Nola's not there? What if Wheeler's not there? Is Jake Arrieta your opening day starter? I mean, um, it does raise a lot of questions. It makes you wonder what this season could look like with the possibility of certain teams being down really key guys. You know, I mean, if Freddie Freeman, if, the, if this happened in the middle of the season, he's out for a month. I mean, he's the, one of their two best players, one of the best players in the National League. I mean, that's a a massive loss. Um, and look, Nick Marquez is sitting out the season. I mean, that's a massive loss for them too. You know, he's a starting outfielder for that team, a, a veteran leader, a model of consistency. He was an all-star a few years ago. I mean, Nick Marquez is someone who that team relies on. And look, we've seen other guys across the league, Joe Ross in Washington as well. They're number five starter, um, you know, in this division, as far as it goes, other guys, you know, Ryan Zimmerman is sitting out the season. Um, Felix Hernandez, who was supposed to be with the Braves this year, is sitting out the season. Um, so we're seeing players opt out. We're seeing some concern. Mike Trout has raised some concerns about this season, um, has said that he's playing it by ear. He is wearing a mask. We've seen all the pictures of him with the mask as he's uh, as he's working out at Spring Training 2.0. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's concerning. It's concerning right now. You worry. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm, I'm positive. I... I I think they're going to try and start a season. We know that, but uh, it is it is nerve-wracking. You know, you see all this, and I think the biggest thing was the fact that today we find out Sean Doolittle of the Nationals comes out and says that, that he hadn't even gotten his test back yet, and then we find out that the Nationals, the Oakland A's, and the Houston Astros all just shut down their spring training training workouts today because they didn't have tests back yet. And that's, that's a concern. You know, the, the only way this restart or this start of the season can work is if the health and safety stuff is, is you know, top notch. It's if every T is crossed and every I is dotted. I mean, they need to be buttoned up. I think is a good phrase for what they need with, with handling this, with making sure players are safe, with making sure that people get tested and, um, 
not a great start. I mean, that's a, that's a massive concern that if they're already having trouble testing players already and getting results, um, that's the kind of thing that could shut this season down very quickly. You know, we, we've talked a lot about the um, potential for outbreaks and, and if that could shut a season down, you know, how many positive tests would it take? How much of, of one particular team getting decimated would it take or whatever? Um, and we don't know those answers, but, you know, we've we've thought about the hypotheticals. We haven't really considered the hypotheticals of Major League Baseball unable to orchestrate it. <laughs> but, I mean, that did not been something we thought about but that is a massive thing look if major league baseball needs to get their crap together right now we cannot have teams shutting down training because they can't get their tests their results and that's crazy joey gallo it just announced that he is uh asymptomatic but he has it but that he had a positive test then a negative test then another positive test and that's a problem that is a problem that is a, a real issue that needs to be figured out immediately. You know, I, I think that is as, as likely a way the season doesn't get off the ground as anything is if they can't do it in a way that can ensure safety or, or at least presuppose the attempts at safety, right? I mean, that's, the, that's the, the, the biggest issue right now. I mean, you need to make sure these guys are getting tested. You need to make sure that one guy isn't bringing it in and then infecting everybody else. I mean, um... It's concerning. I'm, I'm legitimately concerned. Again, I'm hopeful. I believe that this season will start on, on July 24th for the Philadelphia Phillies, that they will be down there playing baseball, that I think that Major League Baseball doesn't risk coming back, risk going through everything they went through to get back, to figure it out, to implement a season. All that. I don't, I don't think they go down that road without being fully committed to making it happen and to weathering some some tumultuous type of stuff you know what i mean i think i think they they all went in knowing they're going to be positive tests knowing that they need to have um things in place to to handle and deal with these types of things and you know they had to expect it they went in expecting it but the fact that um teams have been this unprepared this quickly is not ideal <laughs> i mean that is not great so, hopefully, it is a, a warning sign for Major League Baseball. They need to snap it in gear and, and button it up, as I said before. I mean, this is, should be as big a warning sign as you could possibly have. That, that Again, they don't have that many days of training, right? I mean, spring training 2.0 is not that long. And if you're losing days because you can't test or because you can't get results back, I mean, that's a, a major, 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 major issue. So, keep your eye on that. I, I think that is something that needs to be fixed quickly. If we're going to have a baseball season, the season, and again, you know, just the growing unease among players now as they're reporting back. And, you know, we're hearing it across the board, whether it's Zach Wheeler, whether it's Mike Trout, um, you know, it's concerning. It's legitimately concerning. I'm, I'm concerned. I, again, I still, I still believe they're going to power forward. I still believe we are, you know, they'll figure this out for right now. I just, I'm concerned. Um, I don't think you, you couldn't be concerned. Again, look look at the Phillies themselves. I mean, you go back to that Wheeler-Nola thing. I mean, it looks like Aaron Nola's here, and it looks like he's throwing a bullpen today, and that it looks like we're heading in the right direction for Aaron Nola. So you, you assume that Aaron Nola, by the time 18 days from now rolls around and we have a Major League Baseball season, Aaron Nola's on the hill pitching for the Phillies. But, but we were staring at a situation where if Aaron Nola was sick and needed time to get back and Zach Wheeler was having a kid – 
Jake Arrieta's opening for the Phillies. He's your opening day starter, him or Zach Eflin. I mean, that's uh, um, the idea of what we could see across the league. You know, I mean, again, if 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 players, high level players, contract the, the virus, then they're going to miss games, and we could see that heading into the season again. Like Freddie Freeman, right now, looks like he's you know dealing with a, a rough bout of the of the virus. Like he is sick at the moment. Like, Freddie Freeman is almost definitely not going to be ready to start the season, right? I mean, that was the thing with Nola, is you worried that if, if Nola didn't get back soon, I mean, pitchers got to ramp their arms up. You know, some of these pitchers who are, are you know, who have contracted the virus, who are going to miss the start of spring training or are not going to be ready for a week or two or whatever, I mean, it's going to take time for them to be ready to pitch this season, and, and, and the season itself is not a lot of time. <laughs> you know, that's the type of... Um, of issue that we're up against and we're running into and why it's so important to get these guys training now so that they can be ready for the season. I mean, we're, we're walking into a situation with potential for, for obviously coronavirus, but also unprecedented injuries too, if these guys are not in the right shape to go out and do what they need to do. So a tumultuous start, I would say to spring training 2.0, I would say so far, not a ideal start. Um, but again, I think it's something where they can learn and they can learn this lesson and say, all right, we need to do this, 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 and this, cause we've already got this, you know, that's what you hope for. As far as the unease about making it work, that's, that's hard to control at the moment. Um, Mike Trout, if he does decide to opt out, I mean, that's a, a big one, obviously the best player in the game. If he decides not to play, that's a big blow to the season, to a lot of players who want to play all that type of stuff. Maybe it emboldens other players to, to opt out. I don't know. I don't know what course we are on you know, i don't know what what this is going to hold but um I, I think the the key point here no matter what is that they need to to make sure that this health and safety portion of it is is buttoned up and is is in line you know that they are honoring the deal they just made you know we focus so much on the money of the deal i mean that we know we did talk way 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 too much about it you know we that was all we talked about for for months. Um, focus so much on that, but but the deal itself is is as contingent upon the health and safety stuff. I mean, that's part of the deal too. Even though that was not something that we focused on in the public discourse, that was something that was agreed to. It was a deal. There's a hundred whatever hundred page manual with with all these health and safety codes. Like um, health and safety will shut this season down just as quickly as anything. You know, as as positive tests. You know, just as much of if these players do not feel safe, not feel comfortable, that's going to shut a season down. I mean, and you got big, big time players speaking out about it. Chris Bryant today speaks out against that about the issue with testing. You know, obviously we've talked about Sean Doolittle, we talked about Mike Trout. I mean, there's a lot of guys who are meaningful players in this league who are saying, "Hey, you got to do better. This isn't going to cut it." And again, I think that's a a nerve wracking thing for anyone who's hoping this can go off without a hitch and obviously there'll be hitches but you hope they're not big enough to, to shut it down and, and the health and safety thing is the most important so get it together get it together major league baseball um because it, it's legitimately unacceptable you know we will we will not have a season if these types of things are not hammered down if they don't figure this out um and that's a worry because again like we need baseball back we need it <laughs> so desperately. Again, and on a, a grand scale, I know you know Major League Baseball is small compared to 
so many other things in this world, in life, and the the lives that we are losing in this middle of this pandemic, and all the issues where you know baseball does pale in comparison to a lot of those things. But at the same time, as we've talked about many times, I mean, it is something that does bring people together, that can lift people's spirits, that can provide them a needed distraction, a needed source of entertainment, a needed cultural touchstone for us all to relate upon. You know, there are so many reasons that that Major League Baseball is and can be important to a large group of people, that sports can be important to a large group of people, and this nation needs it. You know, it it needs a sports pack. Look, I get it. They're not essential. I'm not saying that you know, we can't live without sports because we can. We've done it the last four and a half months, right? I mean, we can survive. We can get by. But I do think that, that sports would help everybody, or at least a lot of people right now, deal with a lot of what they're going through. Like, and again, it's it not more important than any of that stuff, but I do think it's important. And... You know, we're on the verge of, of it coming back. It's just, it's it's tenuous. It is a tenuous thing. You know, you're seeing it with the NBA players and the bubble down there too. A lot of players speaking out, uh, concerns. You know, you're seeing players opt out of that season. Avery Bradley's a freaking Laker. Like, he has a chance to win a title and he's opting out. Um, so, that's where we're at. Fingers, all my fingers are crossed. My toes are crossed. Everything's crossed. I'm just hoping upon hope that we can... Figure this out. Speaking of titles, I did want to bring that up because we did talk about that on the, the WIP Midday Show today. The idea, um, I do think that's another interesting angle to this whole thing. The idea of, of what type of season is it? Is it a legitimate season uh, with a 60 game season? Um, I would argue it's not. Uh, I think that you know, baseball is 162 games. It is all about um, it is all about depth and the grind and making it through the dog days of the summer and um 60 games just isn't a baseball season look i I think that whoever wins the the quote-unquote world series this year is is it's an accomplishment i think it matters i think it is something that is impressive but it's not a world series title right i mean it's not one where we're not gonna look back at it and be like oh that was that weird year where this where we were in the middle of a pandemic and they had a 60 game season Uh, 60 games is less than six if you was an nfl season be less than six games be like, oh, we played five games. Here's your champion at five and zero. Oh. Congrats! Like, it's crazy. It's just, it's just crazy. But I, I, you know, that's an argument for another day. And you know where I stand on it. I think it has an asterisk on it, and I feel incredibly strongly about that. I'm just hoping that it happens. You know, that's where I'm at today. Today I'm at the point where I'm hoping it happens. I feel confident that we're going to get this thing started. That they're going to push. That they'll figure this out. But again, it, it is tenuous right now. I think that. Again, the key is the um, this health and safety stuff. It's making sure that everyone can get tested, making sure that there are not delays, making sure that no one is taking the field without knowing if their last test was positive or negative. I mean, this is simple stuff with what we're doing here. It's not none of it's simple. You know what I mean? But comparatively, like, like you should be a lot more concerned about what that player's tests say than if that player has his glove or if that player has his the right uniform on or if they're like, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're, it's the most important thing. It should be the number one thing at the front of the line. The first thing you worry about is, are you good? And if players can't get that, I mean, that's a real concern. So, um, again, look, I, I, I don't want to sound too down in the dumps about this because ultimately I do think we're going to have a season. I, I do feel confident that they're going to figure this out. And that come July 24th, the Phillies will be playing baseball. I, I can't, guarantee that we will start a season i can't guarantee that we will finish a season certainly as you know who knows with the way things are trending you know you don't 
you don't know. You don't know how people are going to act. We don't know if people will be smart, if players will, will do everything they can to, to you know, not put themselves in, in precarious situations as far as the virus is related and then not put their teammates in precarious situations and not let it spread through a clubhouse. So just, I mean, there's so many scenarios that we can't account for, that we can't predict or whatever. You know, we just don't know. It is, it is way too fluid. It is so many factors, so much up in the air. But I do believe that they're going to get this thing off the ground. And that come July 24th, we're going to be watching baseball. And I'm just hoping that they are smart about this and that they focus on the health and safety and they worry about the players' safety and caring about the players and all that type of stuff. And that that's their main priority. Because ultimately, if we want this to work, that's going to have to be. That and the players being diligent about not putting themselves in bad situations. Those are the two things that have to happen. You know, that's what has to happen for this season to work. And we can hope, but that it's out of our control. I do have faith that we will get off the ground and, and we'll go from there. And, and again, we're going to get the schedule tomorrow. I can't wait to break it down. I can't wait to look at it, even though it's not a legitimate season. It's still going to be fun. It's going to be exciting to watch baseball again, to watch this team make a sprint to the finish. And who knows? You know, who knows what will happen? I don't necessarily feel amazing about their chances this year. We'll talk about that. Later as well, we'll dive into real predictions and all that type of stuff and how the 60-game schedule affects the Phillies, especially once we have the schedule tomorrow. Um, but I, I do, I'm excited. You know, I'm excited about baseball. I'm excited about watching the Phillies. I'm excited about Harper. I'm excited about Girardi. I'm excited to see Zach Wheeler in a Phillies uniform. All this stuff, I'm, I'm pumped for it all. I'm just nervous. And I just want to see baseball be a little bit smarter about this stuff. Because again, you know, you can't, you can't do this without having having everything buttoned up. You know, you have to do a better job. You have to be on top of testing. You have to have protocols and systems in place so that everything works smoothly, and so that we know, so that no one's putting themselves in in undue danger, undue risk. I mean, this is so crucial for this to work, and it's frustrating that that this quick, you know, this right off the jump we're having these issues that's concerning to me i think that you know look look to be fair too there are a lot of teams that don't have these issues obviously uh, we're only talking about three teams that haven't gotten their tests and whatnot i'm sure there are look the phillies have seemed to be okay in that department there are other teams that haven't had issues with that so this is not a a problem that is necessarily league-wide but it is enough look one, one team having these issues is enough that it needs to be fixed so um i hope that the teams at Major League Baseball learn from this and that they establish maybe a little bit more diligent protocols or they figure out a little bit better way to make sure they have enough tests or whatever it is. But um, it's certainly a concern, but I'm still hopeful. I'm concerned and hopeful. Is that, a, is that fair? Does that work? Um, look, I just want baseball, and I want them to be smart and to give us a chance, give this a chance to work. And for it to work, they need to do a better job already. So... Let's hope they do. Look, tomorrow, schedule, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how this shakes out, to see when they're playing the AL East teams, to see how the schedule shakes out from a, you know, is it a lot of tough teams in a row? Do they get a break with the Marlins and the Orioles in the right spots, the Blue Jays, this and that? Like, there's a lot of, so many different factors to it. I can't wait to dive into it and, and see how it shakes out. We know it's not going to be great because the Phillies are playing the AL East and the NL East. It's not an ideal draw to begin with. Um but it's going to be exciting to see it break down and, and see you know what we're going to be doing for the next two months, hopefully, assuming they can get it to a place where we can make this sustainable. Um, health and safety first, 
and then we get to dive into the fun stuff. So, um, you know, I hope that today was a day where teams start to realize how important all this stuff is, that they have to be super diligent, super buttoned up about it. And then, you know, hopefully come July 24th, we're, we're looking at teams that are mostly healthy and mostly good to go and ready to, to take the stage and hope that um, we got a fun sprint to the finish. Because um, that's what we can hope for, you know, a fun sprint. And, and it might not be a legitimate thing, but it's going to be a blast. It's going to be super fun to watch sports again and you know, just get us there, baseball. Be smart, be safe, care about the health and safety protocols, and get us there because we all desperately need it. All right, tomorrow, schedule. I can't wait. We'll talk about it. We'll dive into the ins and outs, the road trips, the home stretches, the um, day versus night games. There's so many interesting factors on this shortened schedule to see what it's like. Can't wait to dive into it tomorrow with you. So until then, stay safe, stay healthy, keep taking care of yourselves, and um, keep being smart and um, social distance, wear a mask, all that stuff. And uh, until tomorrow when we dive into the schedule, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.